This episode of the Saints 3G Podcast is brought to you by Printfection. Get your Saints gear today at printfection.com forward slash Saints Guild. Welcome to the Saints 3G Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 15 of the Saints 3G Podcast, God Gilding Gaming. I am your host, Iconic Fury, and it has been a while since we've done a podcast. One of our goals is to get this out on a regular basis, monthly basis, that is, each and every month. And today, I am joined by some great people from the Guild. Who do we got here with us today? The one and only, Light Fighter. Nice. Aquilarian, also Aqua is just fine. And Erlene, also known as Earl. All right, we got some uh, female voice in here to kind of balance out the testosterone in the room, so that's always good. And let me just say thank you guys for taking the time to join me on this podcast. Uh, before we get started, we always like to pray and ask the Lord to bless our time together. And Lightfighter is going to pray whenever you're ready. Dear Lord Father, I uh, just thank you for this day. Um, Lord, thank you that uh, you've given us a place to meet together, uh, to glorify you in gaming. Um, there's something as silly as that. Um, but thank you, God, for this group that you've created. Uh, I pray that we dishonor you with this podcast and with our guild. And it's your name I pray. Amen. 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 that we enter the first G of the 3G podcast which is God and God is the most important thing without him this community would not even exist and what we'd like to do in the God section is we like to take a verse and one of the verses that we took uh, to review is in 2nd Corinthians 6 verses 1 through 2 and it reads we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain for he says in a favorable time I listened to you and in a day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. And uh, anybody want to take a stab at that and what jumps out at you at that verse? Okay, I'll do it. Because <laughs> I'm prepared. All right. Well, it's one of the verse. reasons. Of course, you're prepared. <laughs> well, one of the reasons why I picked this verse on a serious note is the end of that verse really struck me as, you know, now is the acceptable time. Now, behold, now is the day of salvation. And uh, with the news just being hammered, with everything that's going on in Colorado, I just it just actually jarred me and thought to myself, how many people do I know that or have known me for, you know, six months, years, in, in a few years, and, and I haven't shared the gospel with them, or I've been waiting to, you know, find the right exact time to talk to them, and I've been putting it off, and um, you just never know when your day is up, and this verse really speaks to me, because today, now is the day of salvation, and we should be very proactive in, in sharing the gospel with those that we know, um, because I am sure that those people that walked in that theater just to go see Batman had no idea for the 12 or 14 people that died that that was going to be their last day on earth. And I'm sure if they had known that, um, those who weren't saved would have took a strong look at um, thinking about their eternity. And it just grieves my heart for lots of reasons. One is that this poor guy, and I say poor because I feel sorry for his soul um, that gets up there and, and opens fire on all those people and then I think about the people in there that didn't know that it was going to be their last day on, on the planet. And I just, I'm praying that God will use this for his glory, that people will be saved from it, and that they will take a long, hard look at their life and um, they give them a, a chance to really think about eternal things. Because today is the day of salvation. Don't put it off. Well, it is a really challenging verse, isn't it? Because, like you say, I mean, we just don't know and we have a massive responsibility to everyone we know yeah exactly i mean can you imagine if you you know knew that that was going to happen obviously we have no clue but think about this if you knew for sure that that was going to happen and there were some of your friends that were going to walk into that situation 
you'd act so differently, wouldn't you? You'd oh yeah. Pressure I mean, to be on. I mean, you probably wouldn't. You'd probably beg them not to go in, but if they were going to go in anyways, you know, how would have that affected your witness with them, with your unsaved friends? Hmm. You know, Ray Comfort talks about. Um, I don't know if you heard of Ray Comfort before. He has the Way of the Master radio, him and Kirk Cameron. But uh, he talks about if you knew for a fact that your neighbor's house was going to catch on fire, would you go over and just kind of tap on the door and say, would you like to come over for dinner at 2 a.m. in the morning? No. Um, you would use words like fire, get out, uh, you know, trust me, you don't want to be here tonight. And it is just that. We just don't know. And sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but man, I can be so lazy spiritually like well you know i'll talk to him and tomorrow or next week and before you know it a year goes by and i don't really even uh spend the time really sharing what god has done in my life it's important because we just never know i think what's also important when you're you're thinking about sharing the gospel is just in in prayer just almost daily I, i try to do this before i get into work but um, just pray that you know I'll be walking with the Holy Spirit and that it would be his words you know not mine and um, that we would be aware of opportunities that come up with with people um, you know whether talking about this I mean this came up in my workplace on Friday and I totally didn't even think about taking that opportunity to talk about death and uh, life after death and God and but I think that, yeah, just being aware of these kind of opportunities is also important. Definitely. I know for me, it's hard to integrate into my daily life, uh, my witness. Like, especially with family members, it's so much harder than people that you just see at work or, you know, small acquaintances like that. Because, you know, they know you so much better and they know your faults also. Yeah. Yeah, witnessing to family members is really tough. Yeah, because they've, they've, they they see everything. You know, our pastor on Sunday was talking about, um, speaking of people that know you, your neighbors who see you out there, maybe mowing the lawn or whatever, but you haven't taken the time to talk to them. So many Christians think that they need to go to the mission field in Africa or something, and little do they know their neighbors are right around them or lost. And what he was talking about was... That on Judgment Day, what if your neighbor stood up and said, Hey, you didn't tell me about this God you served. And how would you feel about that when they're literally, you know, 100 feet away from your front door? And this thing at Colorado just really brings it home that you never know when someone's last day on earth will be. Now, I know that God doesn't cause these things to happen necessarily because it's part of the fall, sin, um, but he does use them for his glory, and he will be glorified. And it, in using it, he can cause his children to step up and say, you know what, life is short, and we need to get out there and share the gospel message. One of the best examples I've heard of, you know, when these type of tragedies happen is that, you know, if evil were like a ship, uh, the devil may power the ship, but God steers it. And I always like that because, you know, when... Things like this happen or when, you know, uh, you lose lose people or just really horrible, you know, situations. It's it's hard, even as a Christian, hard sometimes to wrap your mind around. But I think it's important. God doesn't cause it, but he, he uses it. He doesn't waste anything. I like that analogy. So God steers the ship even though the devil is powering it. Yep. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I've never heard that before, but that's, that's definitely a good, a good analogy. Yeah. Well, good good points, good things to uh, to think about, and more importantly, good things to flesh out. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I sure am guilty of taking in information and be like, yeah, I'll get on that someday. I need to start actually doing it every day. Well, that really leads us into some prayer requests. Uh, Light, you were going to cover some of the prayer requests in the guild, so I will let you go ahead and cover those. Well, um, obviously the, f- the first incident, or the first prayer request is uh, the incident in Colorado, for those of you that don't know, there was a gunman, uh, the opening night for Batman Rises, something like that, came in. And I believe he had some type of automatic machine gun. And I don't know how many people he killed or wounded, but it was, I think, 38 wounded and some deaths. But it was just a very unexpected. And tur- turns out this guy had like a PhD. So it was very just, you know, uh, not much else has really been shared. But yeah, that's definitely crazy. Um, 
also Delta Fabravo. Everyone knows kind of his situation. I think he's, I haven't seen an update for him in a while. Uh, last update, he, I think he's like out of the hospital now and he's recovering uh, like an outpatient care, which is great. That means he's getting better and, you know, he's healing, which is awesome. Um, also be lifting up Iconic Fury's father, who just got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. The the backstory is that my mom passed away about almost two years ago, and since her death, he just, he doesn't want to be here. I mean, he was married to my mom almost 50 years, and he'd rather go to, you know, go on to heaven to be with her, but ever since then, he's been doing worse, and it was just been really recently, the last week or so, that he's just, it's almost like a, you know, like I said, a brush fire. It just started, and then boom, it's just taken over, and he, uh, he's really going downhill quickly. And, and the biggest thing is uh, I don't even really want to pray that he's going to get better. I, I know he'd rather be on home, but I just pray that uh, well, God would be with him and give him peace and that he wouldn't suffer too much. I know he's ready to go home and be with the Lord. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, just lift up prayer requests. God, I just thank you that you're sovereign no matter what happens on this crazy earth. Lord, I also thank you there. there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing surprises you, even though it surprises us. God, I, I thank you that we can trust in your sovereignty and trust in your hand, that you have a perfect plan for us. And when the horrible things like this happen, that they're not wasted. Pray for Delta and his healing to continue to heal his uh, body and um, for his wife. Well, just uh, be a good support to her. Really be a husband to her since her husband is uh, really not able to be uh, to lead and be the husband that he wants to be to her. I just pray for their whole family. And then also for Iconic and his father. Uh, that your will would be done. Paul says to live as Christ and to die as gain. And Lord, you know what's best. So we just uh, give Iconic's father over to you. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Now we move into our second G of the Saints 3G podcast, the Guild section. Um, I'm actually pretty excited to talk about this section today in this podcast, specifically because we've really changed the way our Guild is. We are no longer just Saints of the Old Republic, but we are actually Saints 3G, which really is going to encompass all games, all MMOs, and it's going to be a place where Christians can come and play multiple different types of MMO, whether it's WoW, Guild Wars 2, Tor, uh, Lotro, whatever it is, you can come and find a community of believers where you can play and uh, have that common bond that comes from gaming to the glory of God. And I'm really excited about that. We even have a new URL. It's saints3g.com. And within this week or so, you'll have a brand new banner to look at. And there's a lot of exciting things happening happening in this guild. And uh, what do you guys think? What's your take on the changes? And what do you think about that? I'm excited for it. Um, I mean, more games means more awesome people. I think it's also pretty because, um, you know, Tor is going to end eventually. I think it's cool that we get to stick around and hang out with each other through all sorts of games. Like, um, we're, we're not limited by what game we play. Exactly. Yeah, and we were already, I mean, even before Star Wars launched, we were already kind of doing this because you know, there would be a group that would play, I think a group played Rift for a small time, and then we po- played WoW for a small time, and Battlefield 3, I think, for a little while. So um, just to get up to tour... But, um, you know, games games kind of ebb and flow, and sometimes they're good, and updates can make them better. So I think it's it's definitely a, a, a necessary thing to kind of keep the, the guild going. Yeah, I that's mean, a good... Yes, go ahead. Go ahead, Aqua. Because uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you the floor and you forgot. Yeah. Light bulb. Light bulb. <laughs> Fail moment. You got it? You got it? What was the last that... thing you just said? Help me out here. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> that Light is right. We were kind of a bit of a hybrid guild, but our face, you know, the main header said Star Wars The Old Republic, and now, yeah. you know, we are changing that. Our banner is going to be changed and stuff like that, but that's true. I mean, we really were playing multiple games, but now we're a full-blown supported 
uh, several games type of community. And, and I'm really excited about that because I was just curious how many people may, may have came to our old address um, and looked at it. Oh, that's just a Star Wars guild. Maybe I'm not going to play that. And I liked how we're really putting that whole face foot for, for you know, the face foot forward. The, the <laughs> we're basically saying, hey, we're a full-blown Christian community and we support several games. And uh, they'll know that the, may, the moment they land on our landing page, they'll be able to see that. Once the new banner gets up there, yeah, but yeah, because it's almost like the most energy that this guild had was before tour came out when we were just playing whatever and just hanging out with each other, and and there wasn't any restriction to what game we were playing. But do you think that we had that momentum because we were all looking forward to tour, and unfortunately, tour has been, at least in my opinion, a bit of a disappointment, and I think we've lost a little bit of momentum. Um, I'm just wondering if we will be able to maybe regain some of that momentum now that we're fully supporting multiple MMOs. Well, maybe. I mean, because there's lots of other games coming out that we can look forward to together. But, I mean, at the same time, it's almost like when, when the game came out, when Tor came out, we all got so engrossed with it that we didn't have time to talk to each other anymore. It seemed, sounds really bad, but that's, that's kind of true. what happened. Yeah, yeah it is true. Well, and, and I think for me, and I don't know for everyone, what's kind of changed is, you know, I was excited about Tor. Uh, for I mean, before I even came, be, became a part of the Saints Guild, but then right before it launched, what I got most excited about is playing with the Saints. So for me now, it doesn't, it almost doesn't even matter what I play as long as we I get to play together and kind of have that Christian atmosphere and glorifying God with gaming. That that's really what I enjoy the most. Exactly. Yeah, because I've I've said to other people, you know, it, it's got to the point where. It's not so much the game that I'm playing that even matters anymore. It's the people I'm playing with. Absolutely. I mean, we've all played other MMOs, and I just know for myself, several years playing WoW with a with a great progression guild. I mean, we made serious strides in covering content, but every night after getting off of raiding, I felt like I needed to go take a shower because of just all the profanity and stuff. And my my spirit was like, really, really? Is that that's what that it's so important to you that you're willing to subject yourself? And I think that's really what makes I mean, that's what we're saying. This community it doesn't matter about the game, it's about the people. It's uh with a common vision wanting to please the Lord and glorify God in our gaming and I I really just want the world to know we're out there, you know, especially for believers who are looking for that that safe haven, like J.O. calls it, the place that, uh, it, that that you don't have to worry about, you know, what we've experienced in previous games. I'm really looking forward to more people finding this community. Speaking of community, this brings us to our community cantina. Ready, guys? Go! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. <laughs> for that. So yeah, let's start by going over a couple of promotions we've had in the last few days. First of all, we've got a new arbitrator, Jedediah's gonna step up and help us out. He's gonna be looking after World of Warcraft, mostly in game and in TeamSpeak. So thanks Jedediah for helping us out. We also have some promotions for people who have passed their IOTC training. Um, we've got Base Lights Action, Stellar Dawn, and Perk. Apologies if that is mispronounced. Whatever happened to our How to Pronounce the Name forum? I forgot about that one. I think it died. It needs to be revived. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. So, yeah, those are a few promotions we've got. Congrats, guys. Hey, I'd like to put before you go. I'd like to stick my little hat in there and say that I got promoted as the planning dude. And you did. I did. I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, and vote for that one. I know. Good thing you abstained <laughs> from that. <laughs> nice. No, I'm just gonna say that if any of you guys out there are listening to the podcast are interested in you know making this guild, this community, a fun place to be, and you've got great ideas, by all means, either a send me a PM. Or um, just get on to um, our, our Think Tank thread and just post some ideas. And uh, I mean, it's you guys, the listeners, that make this place what it is. And if you're thinking, man, this place is not that fun, maybe you should come up with some great ideas to help us out because we do want this place to be a fun place. Sorry, Aqua, I just stole the. No, here's the mic. There fine. you go. 
Thank you. <laughs> yes, we have a whole new think tank team headed by Iconic. So yeah, help us out. Be warned, if you come up with a good idea, he will probably make you be in charge of it. <laughs> so yeah, some of the things going on right now, we've got a t-shirt design contest with the whole new format of the guild. We're going to change some of our t-shirts. Some of you may know we have a printfection store um, where we sell some t-shirts and I think we sell some mugs and mouse mats and things as well, but mostly t-shirts. Yeah, it's all kinds also, of good stuff. Yeah, but it, it's mostly old um, Saints of the Old Republic stuff on it, so we want to update it a bit. So we're holding competition. Um, check it out on the forums. Saint, uh, S3G t-shirt design contest. It's got all the rules on there. There's a beautiful picture of Thigs on the That's on the thread. Beautiful. The picture of our very own Thigs. Thigs yeah. is a very attractive man. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everyone should check that out, if for no other reason, to take a look at Thigs' wonderful modeling. <laughs> uh -huh, yeah. What else is going on? We've got weekly events. Um, I haven't been to either of these for a very long time because they happen at the middle of the night for me. But we have prayer meetings and we have Bible studies, both every Tuesday evening. Prayer Partners is at 7.30pm Eastern Time. Shortly after that at 9pm is the Bible study. And it'd be great to have more people coming along to both of those. Bible study is usually pretty well. Every time I look on there, there's usually at least six to eight people, if not more. Hey, like, who's leading that now? I think Gabby does a lot of that. That man is a wealth of not biblical knowledge. I mean, have you ever heard that man? Have you ever heard his testimony? Yes. He's awesome. Oh, didn't you share it on a podcast one time? That's a good question. It's been like six months, eight months, nine months <laughs> since the last podcast I forgot. But yeah, outstanding but yeah. testimony. If you have not heard Gabby's testimony, you need, you're really missing out on, I mean, God saving, I, all of us have an amazing story, but his is just phenomenal. So in the way he tells it is really, really good. Yeah, definitely. So he, he, I think he is still doing the Bible studies. He keeps it nice and short. You can just pop in while you're playing a game even and listen in. It's really, really good. Um, and if you can come along to prayer meetings before that as well. That would be really great. Your prayers are always needed and appreciated. Um, also, we are looking to revive our roleplay sector. Um, anyone who's interested in roleplay should get in touch with St. Odid's taking it upon himself to um, head this up mostly. We just want to see how many people are interested in roleplay and how many people, um, well, what games you're playing and what games you're going to be playing. There seems to be a lot of interest in Guild Wars 2, which I think we're going to talk about a bit later. So it'll be good to see where the role players are and yeah, get involved in the threads in our roleplay forums. It's in the out of character forums. Um, there's a poll for role playing interest, writing or playing in game. Join in by all means. Yeah, Odin's a, he's a rock star. He really stepped up to the plate, and uh, he was actually instrumental in us dividing up our RP section on the forum specifically to certain games. There used to be just a generic RP section, and now it's based on game. So if you've got a partic particular game you want to roleplay, you actually have a thread specifically designed around that game, which is great. So it helps organize the RP a little better. Definitely. Yeah. I'm not really good at RP myself, uh, but I enjoy reading what people post, but I, I don't <laughs> think I could come up with what they've got there. It's it's pretty good. Good yeah. stuff. There's different kinds of RP. I mean, you can RP writing on the threads, which I do find kind of difficult, or there's RPing in game, which is really quite different again. And I'm more into that kind of side of it, but there yeah. you go. Now, let me I ask you, how do you actually RP in a game? <laughs> Um, from my experience. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> uh, I, well, I used to play Neverwinter Nights. Um, I don't know if Woo. anyone else played that. I know what it is, but I've never played it. Well, it's a nice little game. It's not an MMO. It, it did have a very big multiplayer audience. Is that the right word? Following. Anyway, following, yeah. And there's, you know, persistent worlds that people set up, and you have your own character. You just, you know, type in 
what your character says basically and just become your it's like improvisation and just playing that way that kind of role play so is there any consequences if you don't do it right or if you bring in outside rp type of talk into the game well it depends on what people you're playing with yeah Mm -hmm. there's a few taboos you know like out of character talk and stuff is should be kept to a minimum but the only I played, uh, I don't know if you guys ever played Ultima Online, um, but you were required to hail and uh, greetings, fellow so and so traveler. And they, if you if you didn't type the right way, they wouldn't even reply. They would walk away from you, <laughs> <laughs> like you were speaking a foreign language. So wow. their RP was pretty strict. <laughs> yeah, but then I mean, who are they to say how how you should roleplay your character? What if your character is from the slums and doesn't say? Greetings. Hey, that's like that. good. I, I didn't think of it at the time. <laughs> that's where I discovered that I wasn't very good at RP. That's how I discovered it. I was like, yeah, it's not for me. You know, some chimney sweep. He's not going to be all arrogant and fairly well, is he? Yeah, exactly. What about you, Light? Do you RP much? I only RP. No, I don't RP at all. Nice. Good answer. I think it's a little weird, but. I uh I don't judge anyone that does it. You know, this is a you know judgment free zone. No, I don't think it's weird. I think it's cool. I just uh I've never been into that kind of thing. Like what? like would you like I always imagine you would like RP if you like play Dungeons and Dragons in your in yeah. your mom's basement and then you would go RP and I I just that that would like <laughs> say okay, I got to step I need to step away. <laughs> I need to put the nerd card down, and I need to pick up some other kind of real-life card and do something. <laughs> nice. like, uh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, you, could do, you could do forum RP. That's just writing stories. I'll leave yeah. that for you all. Yeah. I, when, I, when I hear RP, I think of being in a theater. Like, you're just pretending to be a character, and you're there just is. going it's with just, it. I mean, in-game RP is more, it's just like improv which is you know i mean some people find that really fun some people don't and then like the form rp is just writing stories which again you know two different kinds which you know whatever floats your boat maybe it's just because i'm not gifted in it that i have a little ill will towards it just because i'm not good at it i'm usually like that if i can't do it well i won't do it at all you just you just hate it and think it's not worth anyone's time (laughs) exactly yeah thanks for pointing that out light So is that all of it? You got the community spotlight down? I think so. Are there any threads that should be read? I don't know. Errol, do you have any threads that should be read? You betcha. Um, the first one we have here is the prayer for the massacred, obviously. Um, it's in the public prayer request form. And of course, just praying for all the people who died at the, the theater in Colorado and also for all their families. And next we have... Um, Epic lightsaber with lots of exclamation points and at signs and pew pew pews. An old identity. Yes, um, it's just an old thread that was started like last year sometime. A drawing that Vizen did that started a thread, and it was revived recently. Third and final one is what makes S3G so special to you? And this is where um, Jo asked it originally. Uh, he just wants to know why do you stick around the guild and what makes it. What makes it a good place? That was a great thread. There's a lot of good yeah. stuff. And, and if you are listening to this podcast and you wrote something in that forum, or if you haven't wrote something in that forum, I want you to know one of the things that we'd like to do at the podcast team would like to do is to grab the audio of your testimony and put it on here for other people to listen to. And uh, did any of you guys write? And if so, now's your chance to put the audio in. No, I haven't written anything yet. No, none of you. Light, didn't you write something? Uh, probably. <laughs> you don't remember? No. All right, let me put it this way: What makes this community so important to you, and what do you love about it? Brownies. <laughs> I've still Jill never Mays. seen the brownies. I don't even Jill know where Mays they are. Jill May's brownies, man, that junk is good. Besides brownies, I think. I mean, I've been a, a gamer for a long time. But I think just playing games together, you know, game games are really fun, but they can also be very addictive, and they can also, you know, we, I mean, we can just as easily make an idol out of them. And I love playing with other other Christians, where 
know, we can say, hey, we need to step back from playing a little while, and everybody understands exactly why. But that's just a really different thing compared to any other guild I've been in. You know, or, hey, my, my kid's not feeling well, I need to go do, you know, there's real life, and your real responsibilities are of the utmost importance, and I just like that we can still have fun together, but we, I feel like as a guild, we, we have a pretty good grasp on keeping what's important in, in our own individual lives. That's a really good point. You know, how many times have you been raiding in another guild because you said you're an avid MMOer, and if you tried to tell them, yeah, I've been playing a little bit too much lately, I need to take some time off. What? Well, we're going to find somebody to replace you then, you know. That's been my experience. I don't know if you've had that experience, but that's one of the great things about that I find this place is so like home, like a family, is it is, it is the people. It's not necessarily about the games. It's just something we do. You made a good point that the best idols are the ones that you can actually justify. Well, I'm playing with Christians. This should be fine, you know. Um, but balancing real life um, is important as well. And I'll tell you one thing. My wife, when I tell her that I'm going to go play a game with uh, some friends from the guild, she knows that I'm in a great environment. And um, I've made a lot of friends here. And I think that's the best thing about this place is the community of believers. It's awesome. Wife aggro is bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sat here nodding, but of course no one can see that. No, I can't. No. All righty then. Nobody else have anything to say about this? Uh, saying some good things about this amazing community we call Saints 3G. No, I don't even like you guys. What? <laughs> Never <laughs> liar. Deleted. <laughs> is that all the threads that should be read? This isn't a thread, but it's a picture. And I challenge, and I can never say his name right, Make a Dev GT. I do not believe that that is your Mustang. You need to, I need to see a picture of you standing in front of a Mustang. Of, of that Mustang. Yes, yes, he needs to be stood in front of it. I ne yeah, I need to see that, or I'm going to put a picture up of a Ferrari and say that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Light, one word, and it's a compound word, Photoshop. All you got to do is Photoshop yourself, and you'll be good to go. True. So then we can't believe any photo, huh? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like that's all the threads that should be read. Some good ones there, uh, especially the um, T-shirt contest. Guys, um, Printfection has some great tees, but they need logos on them. They need some designs. And uh, I really think that if there was some good stuff in there, um, people would buy it. I mean, I have a Saints of the Old Republic shirt, and I like it. But yep. um, it'd be nice if we had some different designs and stuff like that. And so please jump on and make something. All right, and that'll bring an end to our community cantina. Now we'll be moving into our third G of the 3G podcast, the gaming section. All right, so that was music from Guild Wars 2. And for those of you that don't know, that is the next big MMO that's coming out. Will it be able to take down WoW? We will see. I doubt it, but we'll see. I am here to talk about um, Guild Wars 2. There are those of you in the Guild that know more, more of it than I do, so please be gentle as I try to give a really bad synopsis of Guild Wars 2. So I think it's helpful to compare it to maybe games that we've played. And maybe go through what they share in the other MMOs and what's different. So quests. We'll start out with quests. The quests are done in an area. Uh, most MMOs have that. But they are, or a lot of them are group quests. It's fairly linear in terms of you go to this area and you do this many quests. You go to the next area. But they also have these things called dynamic events. So if anyone's played Rift, you know what? I'm kind of talking about all of a sudden there'll be this these monsters coming through and you got to kill them though this there'll be this big orange circle on the map and you got to go there really everyone stops what they're doing in that particular zone and goes and kills or participates in the event so that's really fun it really breaks up the questing and it really just yeah it gives you kind of something else to do besides the the questing grind um, hey light can i ask you about that dynamic event because yeah. I did play Rift for a little bit. 
is there some kind of indicator why you're just you know killing boars so to speak um is there some kind of either a audio signal some kind of trumpet alarms been blown hey or there's some kind of message across the the screen that says you're near a dynamic event of some kind and and to something to probe you over there do you how do you find out about it and then also like in rift i remember that if you did not take down the invasion it would just basically take over a huge area of that map is it, is it the same like that i would say for most of those questions yes there's an audible sound i believe there is you'll also see on the map you'll see this big orange circle plus you'll also see something i believe on the right hand side that kind of shows you get as you're questing all of a sudden this other like if you're trying to complete this one quest this other quest comes up that's orange and you'll automatically know you're in that area from what i'm told if you do not kill there's these invaders that come and they kill this city if you do not kill them they will own that city until you kill them and once you do that it will never change so what i understand they try to do is let's say you have this boss and you go kill him and then 10 seconds later the boss shows up again for someone else to kill now, mobs will respawn, but the effects that the quest have, such as I kill this boss or I save this city, those cities will, will last. But if you don't save it, it won't. Uh, if you don't save the city, it'll be destroyed. I've only gotten up to probably like level 10 um, in some of the betas, but that is, that, that's what I'm told. But I haven't seen that and to be able to comment in terms of, you know, if you just... <laughs> You know, let this horde kill this city. Or are you going to mm -hmm. really not ever be able to go there? Right. Now, did the quest find you? There was some talk of you don't actually go have to go to this guy that's sitting under the tree with a question mark over his head. Um, it actually, if you go into a zone, uh, there's quests available, and it lets you know that so you don't have to go find the quest giver. Is that true? That is correct. Uh, you really, when you enter a zone. And you kind of start out in that zone. You'll really get all the quests at once of that area. You won't. Oh wow, that's great. Yeah, you won't have to go back now. I think that there are some of your like class quests and stuff that you will have to get and go back and and stuff like that. But um, for that particular area, yeah, you'll get all the quests all at once. Oh, that's really great. That's that's cool. That's gonna save you a little bit of time. From what I heard, and obviously you can expound on it a whole lot better than I can. Um, but there, it's not really a Trinity system. How does that work? Because us avid MMO players are so used to the Trinity system or finding I'm going to roll, for example, a mage because it's a ranged combat or I'm going to roll a warrior because I'm going to be melee and I'm going to be in their face. Um, there's some dynamic where you could pick one class and have multiple options. Yeah, there is no Trinity system. Um, there are some... I mean, there are some damage. They kind of label them as damage, control, and support. Most of the classes have a damage or tank. Some have all three. Some have just two of them. For example, I'm playing a warrior right now, and I, uh, I actually have a rifle and a bow and arrow, and which is crazy because warriors never have those kinds of things. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, plus I have the huge, you know, great swords and. All that stuff. Uh, so there, there's definitely a lot of versatility and a lot of flexibility with these classes. Um, but, for example, for the warrior, I can't heal other people, but I can heal myself. Oh, uh, that's with, cool. With with classes like the Guardian or the Elementalist, I think even the Engineer, they can heal other people. So they've done a good job balancing. I also think what's important, too, for this system, especially when you get the PvP, is all the classes you have... When you play another server or you play another group, they have all the same classes. You know, so there's not going to be any of that like, oh, the Sith Sorcerer is so powerful and they're just way OP. And mm -hmm. you know, there might be a particular class that maybe is OP, but that other, you know, side is going to have the same class. So you're not going to, you know, ever feel like I did playing PvP in Star Wars and be want to bash my head against the wall because I've lost <laughs> ten matches in a row. Right. Now, they talked a little bit about the combat system's completely different. Usually, you could stand there, and there's a certain amount of damage mitigation. Either you can get biffed in the face and take it, or um, you have the ability to do things. Now, what I've heard, and you would be able to explain this better, is you if you don't get out of the way, 
you're going to get killed. There's actually some yeah. strategy in the combat versus uh, most MMOs that I've played. Yeah, you do have a dodge ability, so it's basically a roll. I mean, you roll, you know, whatever way. So if there's going to be an AoE attack or a melee attack and you want to get out of the way, you know, you can do a, a dodge slash roll and you'll kind of uh, roll out of the way. Um, yeah, combat's very different as well. Um, you are bound to, uh, this is sound crazy, but you have five or I think it's five abilities per weapon that you equip. So the kind of abilities you have are based on the weapons that you're using, which you can switch out interchangeably. Now, you can only do two sets of weapon switches at a time or switch out, you know, one set of weapons at a time uh, easily. But, um, you know, if you would uh, equip two axes and then you equip two swords, you're going to have totally different abilities, and which is pretty fun. You know, it, wow. I mean, I, I'm still discovering combinations of, you know, axe and sword or sword and shield. Combos. So you're you're saying that your your combat abilities bar that usually you hotkey change as you move your weapons in and out of um in, in and out of your hands. Yep. Wow, that's now, awesome. Because yeah, I remember in have... Tor, I mean, you needed especially like in WoW, you need like a million little buttons yeah. all over your screen. Oh yeah. Need add-ons just to <laughs> add on UIs just to deal with all the skills you have and they also have stuff you can pick up. I mean I haven't done a whole lot of this, but you know, you pick up a board and you can, you know, break it over someone's head. I mean, you know, you can pick up nice. a rock and, and throw it at them and so, <laughs> so the environment you Pop can use time. the environment? Yeah, you can use the environment. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh they have banners and stuff you can like I know warriors have banners you can uh create and pick up. Uh, it's basically an AOE buff, but you bring that banner and you can plant it in the ground, or you can beat over people over the head with the banners. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's definitely you know it's it's pretty fun. Um, I did want one last thing about the questing before we move on from that. There's no text boxes. So in WoW, when you you know you click that little uh, golden exclamation mark, you see this text box with the quest reading out and you know i always try to look for the most important details and then you know skip through it there actually are cutscenes, uh but they are not long which is which is nice and they're not like tour where they you know everything is almost like a individual cutscene. this is they, they it's kind of hard to explain but it's not um it's voices it's it's, it's voiced so that's kind of fun as well you get the you know, kind of hear the voices and you know hear people talk, and which is good. It's uh, not text box either, so it it's kind of maybe between a WoW and a uh, Star Wars. It's really, it I think it fits pretty well. Well, it definitely sounds like a very a very interesting game um, versus WoW or Tor. It definitely sounds like it's got some unique dynamics to it, and it sounds like they're bringing new stuff to the table that um, we really need. I mean. There's so many WoW clones out there, and I'm not going to name any specific games, but there's been a lot of games that are just pretty much WoW with a different skin. And it sounds like Guild Wars 2 is kind of changing the way you play, which is actually kind of exciting. Um, the more I hear about it, the more I, like uh, Aqua told me earlier, I'm going to be like a sheep and just follow the rest of the <laughs> rest of them <laughs> into the game. Because <laughs> at first I was like, no, I'm going to play Tor. And now I'm like, eh, maybe I'll check out Guild Wars 2 now. So. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Ba 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 we're lambs. Ba 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 we're lambs. He's got a pack of lambs to know and rub his head to steal him from his hand. Ba 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 we're lambs. Nice. Yeah, so there's there I mean there's um the other thing that they have is realm versus realm combat. So we're going to be part of a particular realm. I think Divine Reach, I think is the server we're going to be on. What so appropriate we, name. Sorry, I, know, right? I just had to comment on the on the name Divine Reach. Yeah, I think we That's one one of the reasons I think we kind of like that one is just the name. Yeah. Um but uh so so that particular server is going to actually be fighting other servers. So you're going to have this kind of area and you're going to, you know, fight for control of this area. It, it really is fun when you, I mean, there can be 
30, 40 people on the screen kind of fighting back and forth. You know, you'll, you'll push their line all the way back to their base and then they'll push you back and then you'll push them back. It really kind of has that war type of feeling. Um, so it's, that's a lot of fun. When you res, um, is there like res points where you got to run back to the, to the battle? Because I could see how people dying. Because I know death is different. You, you actually get some chances. And kind of maybe you could explain that a little bit. Yeah, so the death penalty is different um, as well. Because right when you're close to death, you go into this, um, you're a down state. So you're kind of laying on the ground, you're hurting, you're you know, kind of bleeding out. And you can't, you have a couple abilities at your disposal. You can throw a rock at them. You know, so the person that's trying to completely, you know, kill you, you can throw a rock at them. You can actually knock them off their feet. Uh, you can call for help, or you can do another ability which uh, reses you at like, you know, a quarter or half health or something. Um, and then if you have a health skill, you can just kind of get yourself back up. So that they give you some uh, flexibility, some some fun things to do. Now, when you die, you, there's the same armor durability loss. So that's definitely in the game. So that's people will be pretty comfortable to that. And when you completely die, you do have to go back to this kind of spawn point. But they do give you some options. It's not, you know, you don't have to go find your body or anything. That's good. I Nobody liked the gray screen running back to your body and stuff like that. Also, also, I'll say this kind of one last thing. There is this really fun, uh, you know, one of the things with MMOs is you'll, you know, your friend's level 15 and you're level, you know, 40 or 5 or something. And you want to go play with your friend, but at the same time, you know, you're way over leveled. So they have this thing where if you go play with your friend in that level 15 area, you'll actually be, uh, your your strength and all your stats will be taken down to his level so that you can play with him. And it still be competitive, and you know you're not just going to steamroll through stuff. So they really have thought a, a a lot about making a community and really trying to find ways for people to play together. You know, really taking away barriers for MMOs huh. that they have. Um, also, it has no subscription fee, no, which is wonderful. It does have microtransactions, but from what I understand, those are. And there will be kind of here and there. From what I understand, you may even have to pay credits or something if you want to like you want to change your skills or something. I've heard about that. I haven't seen that. You know, really, once you buy the game, that's pretty much the most you'll have to pay, which is nice if you maybe want to dabble in Tor or WoW, but want to play Guild Wars too, because once you buy the game, you'll be good for a while. That is really cool. I want to come back on something you said just a minute ago, because I think of WoW, and a lot of people played WoW, obviously, but places like the Barrens and all these places that you leveled through are completely useless to you, even in Tor, and there was no equalizer, so to speak. So this equalization, when you're level 5 and you're playing with a level 35, um, it, do you have to be grouped with that person in order to get that... Um, you know, that leveling, um, where it levels it out to the, to the mobs. How does that exactly work? The way that they break it up is certain areas are, you know, level 1 through 15, level mm -hmm. um, 15 through 25 level, um, and there's two areas for that. So um, I don't know exactly how they do that, but uh, if you have to be in a group, or if you're just in that area and you, you automatically get kind of taken down. Well, what I'm thinking is that, you know, hypothetically you go and kill five rats on a quest. I'm not saying you do that, but, you know, they're and they're a level five quest. And I come back to that area as level 35. I can go back and kill those same five or kill the rats in general. Maybe there's no quest, but I'm still getting XP as if I was back at that level five status. And is that true? Or is that true? Is that the way you're thinking it works? Um, or you don't yeah. know? I, I don't know. I I know I know the system I'm talking about. I think they call it a sidekick system. So, um, you're kind of bumped down to that person's level. I don't know if it's the exact same level. I, I think it's about either the level of the area or the level of the player. You know, it's one of the two. Somebody's listening to this podcast and they're like, "No, it's exactly like this." And we're like, "And his name is." <laughs> I don't. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Odin, well, yeah, he knows his backwards and forwards. Well, I was just thinking you Sorry, could stay I mean, in the starting area if it 
if it if the XP is adjusted according to your level or maybe it's not even the XP, maybe the difficulty is changed so that it's not you don't want to go back and kill just rats. I, I don't know. There's I like what they're doing because you probably well know, you guys think about Tor and think about WoW specifically. Wow, there's so many areas that are completely dead. There's nobody there because there's no reason to be there. Yeah. And if you want to play with your friend, like you said, you're one-shotting all these mobs and the guy's getting a, an XP uh, debuff because he's grouped with this guy that's so much of a bigger level. I like the concept. I'm just really ex- uh, curious on how it works. It sounds great, though. I really like it. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, also, Worldverse World, you can build equipment, siege engines, ballistas, do all kinds of stuff like that. So there's there's resources that you also fight for in those areas, and that can really make a big difference whether or not you can even keep your your realm. Wow, that's cool. Anyway, the the rabbit hole is deep on this one. I mean, there's just a lot here to go over. Um, but if you're interested. Uh, you know, there's there's plenty of Guild Wars stuff on the forums to check out. You know, Odid, in my mind, is is, is one of the gurus for uh, for this game. So definitely feel free to ask him any questions. PM him, uh, Saint Odid, I think actually is his uh, saint's name. So oh, he's gonna love us. Ex- yeah. Odid, expect a bunch of PMs in your box with questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, just I mean, if you didn't know this as well, Guild Wars Two is gonna be fully supported. Uh, by our guild, you know, we're, we're it's being staffed, it's being ramped up. Same with WoW, same with Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we definitely want to support the games where the members are going to play. So, just from, just from a council perspective, if you're going to be playing it and there's a group of you going to go, we definitely want to you know give you what you need to be successful in that game. The WoW portion of our uh, community really picked up the last five months or so there was like nobody there and now there's actually quite a few people playing that game there's a uh, two kind of rating slash progression groups so they're yeah they've got a really solid group there great any of you guys still playing tour nope they offered me like a free week to try out 1.3 which i logged in yeah for a few hours but i i'm just so burnt out on that game i love the game it's a good mm-hmm. game but yeah i played it for, i played six months of beta so it was always going to be a short-lived thing once it actually came out for me. I don't know. I feel like there's a death in the family. I really wanted Tor to be the the big daddy that knocked down WoW. Not because of just knocked down WoW, but from, from the standpoint of really being one that was a contender against it. And it seemed like it was going to be good, but I just think that they missed the endgame uh, part of yeah. it pretty hard. I mean, a part of me still has hope for it. Yeah. You know, they've they got to take some time over it to get it where it needs to be. Yeah. Did you guys see the video that just came out? Um, the teaser about HK-47, um, the possibility of picking him up as a companion? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that looked pretty cool. Um, you know, it might, I, like I said, when that thing drops, I'm definitely going to come back and check it out a little bit because I miss my epic decked out trooper and uh, I miss playing him. But uh, they've got to bring some more content in, some endgame content. I think it's also helpful to keep in mind in terms of Thor is that they really made the leveling experience, I mean, with this whole legacy system. And, you know, they 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 really got that down pat. You know, they really don't, in future expansions, they probably won't even have to revisit it because it's pretty solid. For example, WoW, their leveling system was terrible. I mean, one through... One through sixty was, uh, you know, I hated leveling. Yeah, uh, that's that. true. Yeah, and and that's they had to devote a whole expansion to remaking their one through sixty content because it was so painfully terrible and boring, um, and it was made a long time ago. But I think with what with tour, it's really solid, so they'll never have to go back to it. They just really need to ramp up reasons for people to stick around because there's just no reason to stick around anymore. That's a good point, Light. You made me smile on the inside. I hope that's the case because that is so true. I mean, WoW was just a drudgery to level. There was really really no game until you got to end game. And WoW, like you said, is completely the flip opposite of that. And so I hope that's the case. I really hope that they take all their concentrated effort and really ramp up that end game because that would be pretty awesome. I'd come back. Yeah. So is that all the news? 
Oh, yeah. Sorry for the a lot of details there, but um, yeah, that's the that's the that's the big topic. Guild Wars Two um, comes out August twenty eighth, but if you pre ordered, you get it three days early, which I think is August twenty fifth, if my math serves me correctly. So, yep, it'll be launched then. And if you don't know, it is a really fun time to be a part of the guild and be part of a launch. Um, I had so much fun when we launched with Tour. I mean, we were we were all playing a good amount. We uh, we were trying to down this one world boss, and this uh, empire the, this empire group shows up. We just demolish them. <laughs> and, Trap uh, jaw. I remember that. Yeah, that was so. I mean, so much fun. So it's a really a lot of fun. If you're thinking about playing Guild Wars, I'd say you know definitely um, you know if you can buy it and get in on the launch. Man, I might just have to do that. <laughs> Line up I'm like, like a, <laughs> I might have to cave it. Like you said, with no sub fee, I mean, you know, what's the harm? I mean, you, uh, no matter what you play, you're going to pay for the the box, but the subs are gone, so that's going to save you quite a bit. Plus, your friends are there, so exactly with no <laughs> sub fee and a whole load of saints, count me in. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing when Guild Wars Two launch that the team speaks going to be jammed full of people, like the day that Tor launched. Yep. It was just people everywhere, and which is awesome. So. Yeah, that's really cool. All right. Well, thanks, Light. Appreciate that heads up from your experience of playing Guild Wars 2. And uh, some good stuff. Definitely sounds like it's going to be a game to check out. So you guys are listening. Check that game out and play with your friends. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, we're going to draw this podcast to a close. We covered our three things, God, Guild, and Gaming. And we are the Saints 3G. And we are a Christian gaming community. You can find us at thesaints3g.com. And uh, if you are not a member, we would love to have you. There's a simple application process. We have a very extensive guild constitution that we have you read. And it really just lets you know what we are as a community. And I've I got to say, uh, this guild's been around a long time. And if there's one thing that they did right, is the foundation of this place is solid a solid place to be. Um, want to just draw your attention to you members of the guild already. Just check out um, our prayer partners meetings on Sundays at nine o'clock. Uh, if you have any prayer requests or just have any praise reports, feel free to post those in. Um, last but not least, if you have any questions uh, you want us to cover in the in the podcast, you can go ahead and PM Iconic Fury on the forums, and we'll be, be glad to add those in there. Uh, before we go, we definitely like J.O. to pop on. He talks a little bit about our guild and, more importantly, um, talks about what makes us what we are. So without further ado, J.O., go ahead. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Saints 3G podcast, God, Guild, and Gaming. I am J.O. Thon, founder and overseer of the Saints, a Christian gaming community. I want to personally invite each of you to visit our website and consider joining us Everyone here is a born-again Christian. Honoring God is always our primary focus, and online gaming is just another word for fellowship. God has richly blessed us with a growing and thriving community of like-minded Christian gamers, and we would love to have you become a part of it. It's safe for children, it's friendly, and it's also a lot of fun. I also like to take a moment to thank the one who makes us all possible, the Lord Jesus Christ. If you cannot honestly say that heaven is your home and Christ is your Savior, I want to encourage you to take care of that today. God loved you so much, he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for your sins. And he was buried and he rose again the third day, just like the Bible said, and has promised salvation to any who would call on his name. Have you made that call? If you haven't made that call, I want to encourage you to stop by our website and let us help you know how you can be sure that heaven is your home. I look forward to your visit and want to thank you again for listening to our podcast. I hope it's been a blessing to you. God bless. Thank you, Jail. And as we draw this podcast to a close, I want to invite you guys back on Podcast 16, where we actually will be in Guild Wars 2. Uh, we anticipate our next podcast to be after the launch. And uh, we'll be giving you some updates from Saints who have actually played the game. I am your host, Iconic Fury. And this has been Light Fighter, Fighter for the Light. And it's Zach Valerian, because water brings life. And this has been The Girl Named Earl. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Bye. 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 See ya.
Uh, sorry, sorry. That's Goonies, isn't it? Yep. Classic. Chucky. Chucky. Wasn't his name Chucky? That's Chubby? a different movie. <laughs> Not the doll with the the knife in his hand. <laughs> no, you said this is Aquilarian. Long live the queen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's good. Oh, Second Corinthians. That's why. Second, yeah. Second, second Corinthians. For a second, you know, whatever, it's all good. So, yeah, now that you chucked me under the bus, pretend that I didn't mess up, and then jump <laughs> in and tell me what you think for reals. But I just pulled it up on Google. Hey, way to start the podcast on a fail. Anyways, I really like 1 Corinthians. I mean, 2 Corinthians 6, 1 and 2. <laughs> are you are you are you messing with me? You should put that in the in the bloopers or what are you doing there? Oh, I, 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 like, just, <laughs> I just I like the Bible. I like that's good. That's I good. Like God's word. I don't know. <laughs> it should be I don't know who's like theory. 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 Man, Light, it's not like you didn't know this podcast was going to happen. It's not like you just were thrown in here last second. I know, right? <laughs> um, ready, break, or go. Action. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Transfer of data is complete.